They're just going to be sweet old ladies. And Barsa is going to try to ride that broom, but she can't. Yeah, I was like... Barsa was a little bloodthirsty, though. <laughs> Nerd on... What's up, everyone? Welcome to Nerd On, the podcast you didn't need, but you deserve. Where all levels of nerd are welcome, whether you're in training and in a new city or not. I don't know why we had to do the all all that or not thing. I it's think just kind of Corey or Josh, you guys did that. I and I mean I that was mainly like, I think a Corey thing. Yeah, it's I, it's dogmatic mm-hmm. now, and I feel pressured. But anyways. <laughs> um, Sometimes our life journey brings us to new places, new heights, and even comes at us earlier than we expected. Today marks a special day for some of our hosts, me, and some of you, I don't know, we'll find out, and uh, and our listeners, because they've been clamoring, wanting more uh, films from the wonderful Studio Ghibli or Ghibli, wherever you're, wherever you're from. Both are valid and accepted here. Um, but without further ado, let's just bring in the topic. We're soaring in the skies with Kiki's Delivery Service. Bah, 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 bah. So, that was the saddest air horn I've heard. I didn't want to blow up. There you go. You're gonna do it. You commit, Josh. Yeah. Or you just do the song that's in the beginning. That is actually, anyways. I'll talk about that in a little bit because mm-hmm. we're not in spoilers yet. Yeah. Um, but let's get into it. Let's introduce the host today. My name is Tom. I'm Caitlin, and I am Josh. And this episode is brought to you in part by the members of the Nerd On Nation. That is powered by <gasps> Patreon. Patreon. As a member of the Nerd On Nation, you do get fun perks. You get things like bonus episodes, like uh, this past month, we talked about gatekeeping and what to do about it. We talk about all sorts of interesting things. We even take uh, topic mm-hmm. suggestions from the Nerd On Nation. And they're just kind of like they're raw episodes. They're just, raw. we don't do any editing. Sometimes I catch my other hosts in like the middle of a sentence and I'm like, yeah. hey, patrons. And they're like, in the middle what of the, the thought. fuck, Josh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, I was not ready. Okay, I guess we're starting well, now. It's like we're the starting. opposite of The Sopranos. Yeah, exactly. We start at the middle of the sentence. Yes. Um, <sighs> so, yeah, we got those bonus episodes. We have, uh, you get early access to all of these episodes. Uh, You get what we call the Nerd on Nudge on our other weekly show, which is the Nerd on Update, and which we answer your questions first. We just dropped some new tiers last week, so uh, the nation was asking us here and there to reinstate some tiers that we had back in the day, so we did. So check those out, and we're really close to a goal over there. Uh, Just a few more patrons, and we will reach uh, 60 members. And the goal, the 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 thing that happens when we do that is nothing. No, I'm just kidding. You, <laughs> oh. the Nerd on Nation, gets to pick a topic for one of our episodes. And Pretty so cool. if you want to get involved, get excited, head on over there. Uh, lots of fun perks. Uh, you also get access to our Discord server. Uh, there are secret channels on there just for Nerd on Nation members. So check that out. Uh, the Patreon is nerdon.tv backslash Patreon. And the Discord is nerdon.tv backslash Discord. And a huge shout out to our partners, Apogee and Odyssey. They have made the past year of recording remote content. And today is our last remote session. It's the last <gasps> one. Anyway, they have made the past year and our ability to make content doable, doable, Bearable. smooth, smooth, bearable and good, smooth AF. Um, but we probably would never have if Apogee hadn't uh, reached out and said, hey, try this. The the hype mic is just I can't speak more good about it. It is just amazing. Uh, so I highly suggest it anytime somebody's asking for a USB microphone. Check out the hype the the hypogee. Hypogee Mike. Hey Apogee, reach out. I've got ideas. Uh, Apogee. Oh dear. Uh, So check out the hype Mike. Uh, Mac, PC, uh, iOS. Phone. Boom. Check it out. And uh, Odyssey headphones. It doesn't matter what you choose with them. Uh, We're using their LCD ones. We use their Mobius. 
just quality products and a quality company. Check them out. Shout out to Grover. He's dope. Um, but yeah, and also one last piece. Uh, stop by. Uh, rate and review us wherever you listen. Share us with your friends and family. Uh, those ratings and reviews do actually, they help. Uh, people see those and they're like, oh, hey, this guy thinks the show is dope. I probably will too. Yeah. You know what? Oh, here it comes. I see your here reviews. And I, I, you know what? Here it comes. I, I didn't call them out, but for all of here 2021, there's some right now. So MX Sandy 12. Why You Want to Know, 1985, Jacqueline Lee, thank you so much for your reviews. I feel like I'm being heard when I say that getting reviews from you all is like getting getting on your broom and traveling away for the very first time to a new city and starting up a new life. Like, it's that kind of exciting. You're just like, oh my God, I don't know what it's going to be, like, but I'm really excited. Like, way too young to be doing this, but you know. Shut up. I can do what I want. I'm an adult, Josh. But yes, so send in your reviews. And I'm going to give you a little shouty outy. I wish I, I hadn't ha- winked. I have an any. <laughs> and on with the show. I was going to say, please, somebody take this, but it's Tom's turn. <laughs> yeah. It's me. Tom, Tom, do some words now, please. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Um, <laughs> so now we'll move on to our first two segments of the show, actually. This is a multi-segmented show. Um, also, pour one out. For the homie host, Corey, who's couldn't be with us today. Um, because, uh, yeah, uh, th- this is a typically a four-person show because uh, I'm going to introduce some new things if you're brand new. Um, so that, so right at now, our first segment is actually kind of deals with the end of the show because um, at the end of the show, we're going to rate it. So that brings us to... <gasps> Guess That, that Grump! Guess you know, that grump. <laughs> good, very good. Thank you. Say, Thank you for the end button. It, 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 it is different when it's not a quartet. Yes. Um, I know. But um, yeah, if you're brand new, uh, Guess That Grump is the segment where we're going to go around the digital screen soon, just around the table, um, and guess who is going to have the lowest score from one out of five, no matter how high the number is. Now, if you are familiar with our show, typically we don't um, do this part of the show. So now I'm going to ask the host to write down their number. Um, and again, it could be it could have a little decimal point, but typically it's, a, it's just a number um, now so that it won't be influenced by the audience or by their guesses or anything like that. So. Um, since I always explain, and this is brand new, and, and we've never done that last part before, uh, Caitlin, how about you go first? Oh, I, I have to write these down now. <laughs> my first experience watching it with my initial reactions, is that what you're no, talking about? No, our, our, our guest at Grump, our number, who, who you think is going to be the Grump of the episode? Wow, my brain just like went... The the, the, the segment before that Absolutely one, white noise. Uh, Thank, I think it's going to be Josh. I can't pick Josh. Tom. I cannot pick Tom. He okay. wanted this episode so badly. His okay. soul was going to leave his body. And that's why we just kept it moving it around the schedule so we didn't yeah. do what Tom mm-hmm. wanted. Yeah. <laughs> just like just like the Big Lebowski. This yeah. is true. <laughs> it took like a year and a half to do that episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Josh, your vote? Hmm. This is hard because this is a beloved movie. I think it uh, because I have no really other choice. I'm gonna say uh, Caitlin. Yeah, I know. I'm kind of like I have no Uh, real choice here. Okay, one vote for Caitlin, one vote for Josh, and then that leaves uh, me. And I'm gonna vote for Josh. I'm vote for Josh. So that's two for Josh. One for Caitlin. And if you are listening right now, listeners like you, if you're driving and you're about to just like crashing something because you're like, oh my God, they're so dumb. They should have voted for this. Let me let me tell you how you could be in part of the show. Let me tell you how you can get involved. If you join that Nerd On Nation, you can get uh, involved into the voting segment of uh, of Guessing That Grump, uh, like our other Nerd On Nation um, wonderful members. And uh, they 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 guess, and then they get shout they, they get shouted out at the end they of the episode. Shout. If they get ah. shout, let it all out. Um, 
these are the things. Anyways, uh, they they get shouted out at the end of the episode if they're right. Um, and uh, the Nerd on Nation has spoken. Yes. And Josh, uh, it's me. me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's it's me. Uh, that kids is let, what you call a redirect. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, out of those votes, thank you for everyone that voted. 71% voted for me. So I'm not going to say what the rest of the numbers are. Well. But Caitlin, you had no votes. So <laughs> um, there's that. Um, so I'm going now, last. Yes. Yeah, so right there, the, the votes also uh, tell us, inform us the, the order which uh, we have. So we have Caitlin for one vote, uh, myself for one vote, and Josh has two votes. So Josh will go last. Caitlin and I can bow to the death. Whoever wants to go first. We'll fight. Uh, Yes. Um. And uh. Yeah. We'll carry on and go to the complete spoiler of that, which is our initial reactions and our uh uh, uh first impressions of of this film. I think Caitlin wanted to go first since she jumped. The I so she I'm, transferred in time. So yeah. My soul left my body momentarily, mm-hmm. and then I came back and from the future. Mm-hmm. Uh. So in this moment, yes. Uh. My initial reactions because I had only, as much as I love Ghibli and everything. What, preparing for this episode was the first time I'd ever seen Kiki's Delivery Service. And and let um, everyone know this is still be spoiler free. Um but yes, this is Yeah, the, um, this is, we're not we're not doing the spoilers right now. Yeah. But this I had only known about some aspects of the movie through Tom because Tom talked about it with a lot of love and reverence and of course there it is in front of his face like petting his face I feel with like it. we need a sound effect right there. <laughs> Uh, uh, but yeah, so I, I don't know what I had expected this movie to be. And I was a little surprised because it was a little bit more, um, as much as there's like magic and witchcraft and, and all of that, it wasn't the kind of whimsy I was expecting. It's a little Um, more watered down. It's much more watered down. And, it's not no Princess Mononoke or Howl's Moving Castle. Right, right. Which is what I've come to expect because that's most of the Ghibli movies that I've seen have had, you know, prevalent um, magical aspects. Not like to say magic. that they weren't in here. Yeah. You're, you're thrown into magic. a magical world. Right. Instead of like um, kind of a magical person in our world. Right. So that's that's more of what this was, uh, the, the coming of age a little bit. Um, but I had... I had some strong things to say, but I can't say them right now. Okay. Go, Tom. So she didn't like the movie. Uh, say I'll, that. Go, I'll go next since Josh called uh, called me out. So um, with um, planning our show and which podcast we're going to do, um, we Here like plan out months in advance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always just floated, maybe, maybe Kika's delivery service. You know, like, and it's always, it's always, it's always like. To we have me, a monthly always... meeting where we discuss this. Uh, yeah, where we just we we touch base. We're like, hey, everybody, good with the the. Let's fill in a couple more spots and and Tom. What about Kiki's delivery service? And and I'll always say like Much this. Louder you know, I'm than never, that, but I'm I'm never going to be uh, stopping progress if we find an episode that like people want to listen to. You know, that's whatever. But this was like, you know, we could always do delivery service. Um, and uh, that that was just my mo. Um, this is my absolute favorite uh, of all the Studio Ghibli films. Um, I first time I watched it was late night on the Disney on the Disney Channel, and I remember like. It was like, okay, cool. The, you know, whatever my mom's got a date with the vampire or, you know, like episodes of smart guy was over. And then it's like, I got to the late programming and then this is like, Ooh, this is Saturday night. And it's like 11 o'clock. And what are we watching? What is this? What is this little fat rabbit dude on a blue screen? Oh, that's a, okay. Whatever. Oh, this is, this is pretty music. And Oh, this is nice. This is like cool 2d drawn. Like this looks very different than any other Disney, sh- you know, movie. And, um, I've watched it like multiple times on that channel because they would just have it part of their programming um, on certain weekends or days. And uh, so easily it has a nostalgia factor for me, but um, I've rewatched it like later on in high school, then in college. And, you know, this is a movie that I always come back to. I, I find that coming of age stories and that kind of storytelling is something that really intrigues me because it because you're still so, coming of age. Yeah, I'm still coming of age, um, but also um, 
it's not like oh. what as is seen as um normal story story structure and in writing um you don't see a lot of it and there's not a lot of classes or or people talking about how to write a story like that you hear them like okay well here's your hero here's the protagonist here's the lesson you I mean, know oftentimes it's not, it's not those like, stories are kind of like um i mean i could be wrong but i feel like those stories tend to be based on the writer's like experience of life like it's not like a it's not like a um formulaic hero's journey so to speak though it there is a journey that there is a journey but it's it's oftentimes the events of these coming of age stories are often pulled from somebody's actual experiences experiences but, but- I would say like with all most of the 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 Ghibli films are all coming of age stories. Um, and this one just kind of like to Caitlin's point, like resembles a, a real world as much as it could. Um, but there, again, there's a lot of um, nice metaphor and uh, references or illusions. Um, but yeah, so uh, I, I, I loved it. And so I, I watched the English dub dub friends. You have a friend in me. Um, because yeah, I've watched it in dub multiple times. I've watched it in sub maybe once or twice. Um, but I, I enjoy the, the dub a lot. And I think, um, there is a, uh, an energy to it that kind of like is so very early anime in a way. And I know, uh, Miyazaki does not technically appreciate anime, but it has that uh, energy when it was dubbed in this way. And something that I learned, this is not a huge spoiler, but this DVD that I'm holding up um, has a different dub than what you would see in HBO Max. And even though all the voice actors are the same, most of the music is the same. There are key differences. Mm. Um, so the song that gets played at the very beginning or like little musical cues that are completely gone. I'm like, I remember a sound effect being here. I remember yay, another sound licensing. Effect <laughs> what was that? I said, yay, licensing. Yeah, and so like it's it's funny. I think whenever we dive into one of these uh, Studio Ghibli films, it's kind of is always going to be like, okay, so uh, did you do the the first dub or the second dub? Or did you do the the remaster Blu-ray version? It was very was interesting like, trying to find like even just researching for this episode of like which one am I watching? Uh huh. <laughs> and 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 not a lot of people talk about this film. And like this is, I think, uh, one of Miyazaki's earlier films. So. It's, you know, it's not revered as much as like Spirited Away or, you know, Totoro or yeah. anything like that. But uh, Josh, your thoughts? What's going on, everybody? You know me. <laughs> you know who I am. You know. The non-anime boy. <laughs> I'm the uncultured swine. So wow. <laughs> I can't keep it up. Deepples. I've never seen this movie. Still, even that. No, I'm just kidding. Wow. Uh, you haven't seen first... it at all. Here we go. Let's talk. Um, First time I saw this was preparing for this. It's it's just always been on the periphery. Um, I, I'm we we've talked about other Ghibli films and like I think my first experience was like Princess Mononoke or something like that. Completely different. Um, a lot more bloody. Yeah. Um, there's a lot more fantastical things with like Spirited Away, Princess Mononoke, the other ones that we've done. Um, and so this one was, it was an interesting experience because you're like, you know that it's, I, I've always seen it, uh, like, it's a beloved film. It's like one of those like, oh, Kiki's Delivery Service. And so I didn't really know it, what to expect, so to speak. And so getting into it, it was very different than what I might have expected from a Ghibli. Not a bad, not a bad thing. It was just like, oh, okay, it's a little bit more slice of life-ish. It's a little bit more slow moving. It's not the magical part of it isn't as much of like a key thing. Um, but but I enjoyed it. There are a lot of aspects of this that I was like, that is beautiful. That's I want to add on to that because like, you know, typically I'm the guy that makes all the, the crude jokes. But like there's something about this film and also with this episode, like Keys Delivery Service for me is like, it's just pure it's mm-hmm. very like high spirited. There's a lot of very aww moments. Yeah, but it's not. It's not like it's not very like we have to save the spirit of the forest. And it's like, oh my god, the stakes are so high. Yeah. You know, like it's not like oh we're you know mourning the the you know the health of you know a family member. It's like it's 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 a journey, and but it's 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 it, to me it's the whimsy. It's so like yeah lively, and it feels like oh 
it's like you know you see old documentaries of Miyazaki being like these clouds should be happier I'm like oh my god I see that I yeah. see that at this um I mean I will say just like because this isn't a spoiler or a favorite part but it R.I.P. Phil Hartman I was like mm. watching this I was like man it was so it was interesting as somebody who grew up on like like 80s early 90s SNL like Phil Hartman being the voice of Gigi I was mm-hmm. like because he was sadly taken from this world in a horrific way uh, very soon after the the release of this. And so it was just nice to hear his voice again. It was like, oh, yeah, Phil Hartman. Um, so R.I.P. Phil Hartman. Uh, but yeah, that's my, that's my initial. Um, well, with that, we'll move on to our next two segments, which are going to be our brief synopsis and our production. Still spoiler free to get you all uh, excited about this film. Yes. Uh, brief synopsis. That will be handled by me. Uh, In this anime feature, 13-year-old Kiki moves to a seaside town with her talking cat, Gigi, to spend a year alone in accordance with her village's tradition for witches in training. After learning to control her broomstick, Kiki sets up a flying courier service and soon becomes a fixture in the community. But when the insecure young witch begins questioning herself and loses her magic abilities, she must overcome her self-doubt to get her powers back dun dun no it's not nothing so like no. sorry <laughs> and uh, then our production our production will be read by moi <gasps> uh so this was distributed by the toei company who's done things like space pirate captain harlock power rangers common rider dragon knight uh the director is hayo miyazaki who did spirited away my neighbor totoro howl's moving castle uh the producer also hayo uh oh my gosh i'm saying his name wrong uh, Miyazaki, uh, only yesterday the cat returns Banyo, and the writer, wouldn't you guess it, Whoa. Hayao Miyazaki, Porco Russo, Lupin Third, Castle of Cagliostro, yeah, you got it. Uh, Princess Mononoke. Uh, this was based off a book, if I remember, though, a series. Uh, but- I don't think so, but I'll, I'll take a quick look while yeah, you get ta- the Yeah, take a quick peep on that, because I remember him saying, uh, that something, uh, an, an interview with Miyazaki was, oh yes, this was based on a yes. series, and I actually spoiled uh, something for the series by putting it in this movie. Oops. Uh, <laughs> Much to the writer's chagrin. Adapted from the 1985 novel uh, by Aiko Kadano. Um, there it is. Yep. Called, uh, is it of the same name? I think it's of the same. Yeah, Kika's Delivery Service. Okay, same perfect. Name. Cool. I just wanted to make sure that got in there so that we knew that it, it, yeah. he, Miyazaki didn't write the whole thing. It was adapted from something else. Yes. Um, okay, so the cast. So we're going to do the um, Japanese and the English, and we're only going to do a couple since there's a lot, of, lot going on here. Uh, so Minami Takayama from Detective Conan, Ron Mahaff, Full Metal Alchemist, and Kirsten Dunst from Spider-Man, Melancholia, Interview with the Vampire, Rei Sakuma from Hamtaro, Tenchi mm. Muyo, GXP, and Pokemon XY, Phil Hartman, Jingle All the Way, News Radio, The Simpsons, Kape Yamaguchi from Ron Mahaff, Inuyasha, and Death Note, Matthew Lawrence from The Hot Chick, Mrs. Doubtfire, and Boy Meets World. Matthew Lawrence. <laughs> Matthew Lawrence. Uh, so the release date for this was July 29th, 1989. The runtime is 103 minutes. The budget was a somewhere in the ballpark of 6.9 million and it grossed 39.2 million. Ah, so it did okay. Uh, so it did, uh, it's fine. It's, it's fine, right. I guess. Uh the Rotten Tomato score is a 98% uh from critics from 41 users and an 88% audience score from 10,000 plus users. So if that gives you kind of an idea of some of the background stuff and what people thought of it, that kind of thing. Uh that's that's it for the production side. Now we'll go into the complete spoilers and spoiler full city. So everyone, spoilers. if you haven't listened to it already, pause the episode and come back. I'm glad you're back. Now we can go talk about the spoilers <laughs> um, of, of Kiki's Delivery Service. So now we go to our favorite parts, favorite characters, our qualms, and finally our rating. Yes. Uh, I've been doing a lot of talking. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Um, I mean, first of all, I'm just going to, it's kind of an over, an overarching thing. It's the so backgrounds beautiful. and environments. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's beautiful. It's like it's a so painting. Beautiful. Like, it's just. I, I if I can get stills and blown up, I would have them as paintings. In my there house. were there were some backgrounds where you could just like pause the scene, and you're like, you you are you're like looking at a like even if you just look look specifically at like flowers in one. I think that 
the beginning scene for shot in the kind of greenhouse kind of thing if you look oh. at the flowers i mean it, it literally just looks like you you're looking at like a, a painting and it's just it's it's really beautiful and the when they're doing some of the long shots of the city it just it's mm. it's beautiful uh, when i was watching it and it was cool to read that it was inspired by multiple different cities but it reminded me of some cities in portugal and mm. some of it's based on lisbon and having been to lisbon it's like yeah Portugal's a lot of hills. I'll just tell you that. If you're going to go to Portugal, it's a lot of hills. Work work them thighs. Work them thighs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, ah, there's so much for me with this film. Uh, I absolutely love Gigi for sure because uh, performance by Phil Hartman, you know, again, is what I'm going to talk about with the dub. Um, it's so great. And it, it's like, to me, it was like proto Squidward. Mm. It was very like um, matter of fact. Um, let's yeah. be grounded. Your broom is nice. Let's take your mother's. You know, like that kind of stuff. Where it's just like, um, you know, it's like, oh, you see that cat there? It's such a snob. Or it's like, but Kiki, that's a nice man. You know, like he's a good dog. Like all these things. I'm like, wow. It's like, it, but there's like a whimsy. There's there there's like a um, like a seriousness to it. But also he voices a lot of doubt. And mm. I really. Once you're like watching it as like an adult, you're like, oh, I see. But also, he's just really cute as a character piece, right? Like, I, if I could have the stuffed animal with him, I I totally would. I totally would. But when he gets happy, when he sees a cup of himself, like he's just like, no, hey, it's me, it's me, it's me. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, but ah, oh, like I don't know. So one thing in particular, there is a song um, at the beginning when Kiki takes her first flight out of her hometown. And in the HBO Max version, which, you know, probably again, different licensing, they I think this is actually closer to like the original um, Japanese because I remember that song in particular. Um, but in the the one that I grew up with, it's like an American song. And it's like it's 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 got this Desiree, you got to be kind of feel to it. And mm. I'm just like, oh, like th why did you take that away from me? I don't take it away. It's fine. I still have it. I still, I literally have it. HBO Max didn't come barreling down the window and be like, this is no more existing. Give me your like, DVD now. <laughs> this, this, this is a bad one. Destruction. But, like, um, but the song that they had in, in this, uh, the Disney uh, Buena Vista dub, um, it, it also gets me in a way. So if you watch that version, let's just know. But if you watch on HBO Max, just know like, okay, Tom doesn't really care about that. Like, I, it's nice. It's a nice like lead into like the journey is starting. Um, and we're, we're on, we're going towards like the path, the, you know, the, the point of no return. So, um, well, I mean, just yeah. since you're talking about music, I, I, I will say that's another like overarching thing that I was <gasps> like, sometimes you had kind of popish kind of sound or uh, music in there, but then you had these like really beautiful, like orchestrated things that you're like, no, oh, this is like a warm blanket of music. It's, it's yummy. It's, it's, it's so it's so that scene, you know, it's so like you look like, oh, yeah, that is what I would hear if I'm like walking down the street. I feel like, you know, yeah. someone would be playing on their like string instruments. I'm like, this is it. <laughs> Kaylin? Oh, the bread shop. Oh. Mm. The, the bread shop. <laughs> oh, my It looks goodness. so good. All of it looks so good. I love that her husband is like showing off for Gigi Pulls by like the trays, the trays <laughs> and like yeah. putting them in. <laughs> And looks at him and then lightly drops it. Oh, man. It was just so cute. Like all the all the interactions were so and and the fact that uh that oh my goodness, I'm spacing on her name. The the Asono. Asono. That Asono would let Kiki live there mm -hmm. and just like the kindness of people who wanna see someone who wants to accomplish their dreams and just like giving them whatever they can within their power to help them do that while also having, you know, I'm going to help you. I need you to help me a little bit, but I know that you're going to do whatever you can to make this yeah. like, happen. When she gets sick and has to cancel the delivery service, she's like, I'll help out in the bakery. And it's like, sure, whatever. Yeah. Like, but also like people. just, yeah. like And the hot chocolate. Mm -hmm. The hot chocolate got me when growing up in uh uh in in southern Indiana. I had this lady in our neighborhood who, in the winter, all the little kids knew if you like went in your little marshmallow suits over to her house, mm -hmm. she would make you hot chocolate, and you you would get suit. like stories for a little while. No, you don't, Josh. So that <laughs> it was just like such a lovely 
lovely little interaction of like, you want some cocoa? She's like, yeah. But also like when they first get into that upstairs room and there's no dust, it's flour. And like, it's like that again, it's a coziness of like living in a bakery, that kind of thing. But also like the kindness of strangers. And like, Mm -hmm. I really love like, so, um, in the version that I watched, but not the one that's on HBO Max, I watched that version too. But like, there's a moment when she wakes up on the first day and she has to use the restroom, and um, the dad or the the dad the, the husband comes out and he like stretches, like he like in in the one that I watched, he like cracks his neck and it's like much more. I was like, oh my god! And so it's a little like scary for a child, oh my right? God. <laughs> um, but then when she uses when she goes down the stairs, there's like a little. Oh yeah, yeah. And in the HBO Max, there's none of that. And so I was like, oh, and so like, you know, if you think of it on both sides, like in the you know Disney version, it like, again, it creates that an extra, extra layer of cuteness, mm-hmm. um, which is just fun and enjoyable and pure. But then like when you watch it with the HBO Max version, which I'm assuming, again, it's closer to the um, original, uh, there's just silence. And it's just kind of like, it's this quiet morning, you know, in this, you know, kind of Which adds town. its value too. like, I'm just like, yeah. a, like uh, presenting that kind of that calmness of it i mm-hmm. what was so funny is like i i found myself i'm so used to like certain cliches in like a witch story that like so, <laughs> so she's helping those old ladies those little old ladies uh-huh. and they're they're fixing the they're fixing the oven i'm like ah oh, this is gonna be the the moment of conflict this is the dramatic these are actually gonna be evil witches they're gonna push her in the oven this is nope they're just gonna make some nope they're just going to make, make a little some thing. Fish casserole? Red, red herring it? pie. Red herring pie. And um, we're going to move forward, and they're just going to be sweet old ladies. And Barsa is going to try to ride that broom, but she can't. Yeah, I was like... Barsa was a little bloodthirsty, though. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, 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 she is cool auntie, you know? She is cool auntie who is like... <laughs> like but yes. she was like ready for that blimp to go down. We don't know their she dark like, past. We don't know her dark past, but she's like, oh, my God, we're missing the good part. Well, again, Let me watch it crash. What if he a, dies? It's a, it's a sleepy town. So we're like, filling in backstory. Maybe there are two witches that lost their power because you don't maybe, know. Maybe the, 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 the woman who owns the house is actually her power was baking. Yeah. Oh, a baking witch. No, I like and the then evil Bar- Bar- part. Barca like, might. Oh. Well, no, I mean they could be evil. You know, making like a like a. They're Barca's making like, bread out of babies. Barca's <laughs> like the 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 henchman that really wishes that they had powers, so well, they stay she, nearby she, someone squib. who's very powerful. She's her tombo. Be like, yeah. She's her. Aww, she's her tombo. She's her tombo. Oh, tombo. And and yeah, tombo Kapori or Kapori tombo. Um, I really. There, I I like him, and I think that's again, it's something that Hayao Miyazaki loves to do with like dad characters or like how men are with women. They're always like kind of with glasses, a little nerdy, um, but they're always so like sincere and so genuine. Um, and I love Tombo's like you you think he's gonna be like a creep, and then mm-hmm. he ends up being like just this really like just fascinated with this with with Kiki as a as a person, um, and like. How okay, okay, so I, I can't uh bury the lead anymore. Like this film speaks to me at such a level because um when you really start breaking it down, like the one thing that I love about Miyazaki films is that it's not a princess, it's not um uh, a general, it's not, I mean it's 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 a normal person that's kind of thrown into these situations. And Kiki isn't like the greatest witch of all time. There's witches in every city. Um so even as magical as she can fly, she's not even that special to begin with. But like to way Tombo looks at her and the way Asono looks at her, like she is everything. She is so cool. She has magic. She can fly. And Kiki doubts herself, right? And the the the, the why it resonates with me so much because it is a, almost a perfect, if not, it, you know, it's a one degree away from being uh, the story of. Uh, an artist or creator who moves out to the city and you know you you know at the very beginning it sets it all up where it's like she's listening to the radio it's like you know you're special you're you're planning something special tonight might be the night and it's early it's a month early and everyone's like i thought you were gonna move next month and it's like no this is gonna be maybe the best time best thing i could do what happens it starts raining like when she leaves and what happens before that she like sees someone who's completed their journey 
So there is already that level of like, I, I, this is something that I look up to is someone who went out for a year, trained, found their, you know, skill and then made it. And then she has, she, you know, by every means necessary by uh, speaking pattern, by how she looks, this other witch has like a more snooty cat has like, oh yeah, I'm already really good at blah, blah, blah. Like, don't you have another skill? And Kiki again starts to doubt herself and she goes into a big yeah. city. That's where her home city is. So there's a lot of envy that goes in, but Kiki's journey kind of resembles again, like that facet of like what happens when you take your creative passion and turn it into a job. Well, even the, uh, the painter, um, yeah. Ursula uh-huh. uh, in the forest who they, when Kiki has, um, lost her power, um, as far as we know, and, She's visiting Ursula and they're out in the forest and she's talking about a time that she doubted her painting ability and it's like she didn't know how to do it for a long time. And it's like, as an artist myself, it's like I've had those moments where you just like, I, there's been times when I've been on stage and these are songs that I have written and like the doubt creeps in. You're like, I have no idea what is this thing that I'm holding. This is a good, this is a guitar. Interesting. Interesting. Oh no. <laughs> but yeah, like and and she you know she she it's like it's 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 the comparable to uh, creative burnout, you know, like oh, yeah. you, you just you know, you work so hard and you're trying to do this thing and you get lost in it and you meet these people and, and things are going well and the world is pulling you in both directions at the same time and uh you know, one day it's a bad day so it's you know, a day that's worse than the other ones and it, it throws you for a spin and then you kind of lose that feeling, that love and feeling, right? And, uh, you know, it's like what Ursula says, sometimes you need to go out and recharge and reset. And I think that's a, something that I think that's something that a lot of uh, people who are, you know, struggling with their creative endeavors worry about is like, I don't want to be burnout. I don't want to be a burnout. Well, it's like, well, you are going to burn yourself out yeah. and mm-hmm. burnout is OK. And burnout sometimes you have happen. to do something completely different just to get your mind like, like uh, centered. I uh, and, and, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say uh, we talked in the an update a couple of weeks about that. I have this, um, I have the secret skill of unicycling. And what I always used to do, like when I would practice, you know, you practice a lot, you practice a lot, but then I would take like a week off, but then you come back and it's like you, it's like you were practicing. It's like your body was like, Hey, we got this. And like, when you take some time off, you, I don't know. It's, there was a point. <laughs> Yeah, you you recenter yourself. Yeah, it's like you you can only do something for so long before you've done it too much, and then there, you you need a kind of processing time to to let it sink in, let it be part of you, recover a little bit, and then come back to it. Yeah, you, and you can't just pelt yourself with a a thing. Or yeah, you she, will explode. And they show her that Kiki was delivering like. A bunch of places and she was she was putting herself out for by doing it and it was costing her that like balance of like wanting to be a you know a girl like a, a regular person in a, in a city that wants to like explore oh. and meet new people and um like she resets by going out into nature and kind of re-attunes herself to being like you know what does what is flying to you you know what is your you know what is your power what is the thing that makes you special to yourself you know what is that to you and I love that, like, the power comes back to her, um, not because, like, oh, I have to go save someone, not like a superhero kind of thing, but more like, because it's what I do. You know, it's like flying is what I do. It's not like uh, a job for me, but it's something that is part of me. Yeah. And I, th- I think it's that easy. was like such, yeah, it was such a, like a good elemental thing where it's like, um, you know, people who I think struggle to find what, you know, m- makes them, you know, different or what they want to do it's like well you do the thing because simply you must like there's there's no other way for you to quote unquote express yourself into the world and yeah. so like storytellers have that that craft is a storytelling craft and and they may be terrible at it for many years and but that's the only thing they know how to do is to tell stories or to to uh, ex- be part of a story or you know to to create music to to take photography that makes you feel like you're in the place so it's there's a lot of things that you know I think that pressure us. And that's why, like, I felt like it's almost like a very good millennial story, even Mm -hmm. though it was made in the early nineties. And it's like, it's become such a way because like a bunch of young people now, like do what Kiki's doing. And, um, you know, there's a lot of pressure to 
uh, find a profession within the field that you're in- actually interested in. And She's really do, a symbol for Postmates. I wouldn't say that, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but definitely could use the marketing if they wanted to go up a little bit. But uh, yeah, no, I I, I that's I, I just love the film and also just there there there's wonderful like little notes of like the mother giving her the broom and like wearing the the purple dress even though she's like i like lilac i would look better in lilac and it's like well this is the you know like this has been passed down for many years so it's like everything telling you and signaling to to what you're watching of like this dogmatic tradition of like yeah it's your time to leave but also like hold on to like those things of tradition and like the the broom breaking and remember the first thing that she wanted to do was use her own broom, but she never does because, you know, sometimes life hits, comes at you fast. And like what she ends up using from the end of the film is a new broom that she just took out of necessity. And so it's like it's not the broom. It's the witch, you know, like and, and I always say it's like it's not the crayon. It's the, you know, the 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 colorist, you know, it's the painter. So um, um, other favorite parts are my my last favorite part is um the first delivery uh, and the toy and mm-hmm. like the Gigi, dog, the, G, yeah, the dog, like just very, just, just so nonchalantly, just like kind of knows what's up, comes, brings Gigi out, takes the the toy, and it's just like that's a good dog. He's a good dog. <laughs> He's a good dog. <laughs> and if we can ask Jeff, he'll take it in for us. Jeff, I love that his yeah. name is Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I I mean so good that I I love when Tombo's creation that like that flying bike thingy like again Miyazaki I think has a way where it's like it makes you feel like you wanted to do those things when you were a kid and when you're watching it as a kid you're like I want to make something like that and Miyazaki it's it's his, it's his signature flying you know his his obsession with flying but also his um not disdain but I guess critique for man made constructions man-made machines uh the dirigible is a big giant you know ungodly gray monster thing which you know like oh my god look at that it's a dirigible but then kiki's right there like she could do exactly what that thing could do like i can fly yeah and so like there there's that cool like you still see him miyazaki in the film that way even though it's an adapted work from a book so like it's you know it's still all there and uh i mean i I, like also i just enjoy like the end and i and i forget that's in the hbo max version but like um she gives a letter to her dad and the mom and they're all like reading it and like it's kind Mm -hmm. of a a same thing that happens with the beginning where like the mom explodes a potion the dad like drops a thing like it's like the fun clumsy thing but it's like again it's it's a coming of age story that feels like things are gonna be okay things are gonna be all right and it's like that's why I didn't pick Tom this is why I didn't pick Tom and this is why uh, I also really love the uh, the crows like the oh. misunderstanding about you know the egg stealer and just like making that such a big thing that she couldn't go back for it because it was like oh yeah just double back you'll be fine and it's like oh no no there is a sw- a murder of crows <laughs> murder. about to live up to their name right now. So you should leave. Not the crows. Uh, not the crows. <laughs> not the crows. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just uh, and then like I love how it circled back because eventually when she goes into the woods with Ursula, she like gets to talk to them and be like, "Hey, sorry about that. Big misunderstanding." And I like that they get to like smooth it over that kind of thing. Um, yeah, there were there were a lot of nice little touches in here. It's, yeah, it was cute. Also, like when she gets into the train on her first night, and she just like says sorry oh. to the cows. It's like sorry, we didn't mean to fall asleep in your breakfast. And I was like, what a just a nice like everyone here so is just sweet. a nice person. Yeah, everybody's yeah. nice. Like, such such a nice person. Even and I like even even the snooty kids. And I love the scene where like she she's flying with Tomba or she's riding on a bike with Tomba for the first time, and she immediately feels like an outsider. Because those kids have like more fashionable clothes, they have a car, they seem cool, and you see like that snooty girl that like oh, grandma made one of her herring pies again. Oh, uh, and then you uh, see her again, and you're like, oh, you see, well, she's in the car, oh, and she's like, that, she's like, she delivered something to my house for my birthday. Like, really, she works. Like, they're more in awe that like at such a young age she's working, and like while, and I think that also is like the millennial plight where it's like at a young age, you start working as soon as you can. So you can quote unquote, save up the money 
to you know pursue your actual dream to live where like the people your age for some reason they're and you know who they are somehow have avoided the the harder life that you've had and it's it's just such a weird thing and like you don't hate them for it but like you just feel outside of it you know like i don't relate to what you're going through Man, let let me just say that so many of those instances were so real, real, so real, like being in college and having like three jobs at once to pay for school and pay for rent, and pay yeah. for food and pay for books and pay for supplies because I was an art student. And then like while you're in transit from thing to thing, seeing someone your age in really nice clothes, walking around with like a Starbucks and like three shopping bags. And you're like, what is that like to have, to have not only like, you're not even worried about how much money you spend, but you have the time to go look at all of these things. Like you have the time to meander and do whatever you want. And then you just like the, the flopping on the bed at the end of the day where you're just like, Mm. I don't even have the energy to keep up with things at my own home, let alone go, you know, even get the lilac dress I want or the shoes that she was mm-hmm. looking at. Like, so much of your world is limited. And then you come across people who are like, oh, you don't, you're not like me? And you're like, no. you don't have a car? <laughs> no. No. God, no. <laughs> um, no. But, and, but also, like, I, I love um, the... Uh, the turn of when she loses her power. She's like, why can't you, why are you talking like a cat? Oh no. And then, like, you didn't even, like, for me as a kid, I remember that blew my mind. I was like, you could just lose your powers? And I was like, in, in the magical world, like, you were like, no, oh my God, that's such, a, no. that's such a crazy thing. And then again, if it's like, you start looking, it's like, oh yeah, it's like when you stop being able to do the thing that you love, um, and it's just like, it's it's hard and you try to work out, you try to work it, but you're just burnt out. And like, like there, there's a nice music cue where it's like discordant, like strings being played in the in the Disney version, and like when Gigi walks away, but it's just like that that sudden turn, and you're like, oh no, all is lost, and like Kiki feels that way. It's like I'm still a witch in training. If I lose my magic, I've lost absolutely everything, and like that point, you're saying like it's so real. I remember feeling like I got to do this job. I'm late, and I got to make it back to this thing, and then like you just stop. You just like. Who cares? Because I'm going to be late anyways. And also I'm in a, I'm a mess. Like yeah. all my clothes are dirty and there's no point in me. I'm like, not presentable for this. I'm not in the mood for this. Yeah. I'm not like it's, you just get to that ultimate fuck it zone that you just don't. You're just you're you don't care. I don't even anymore. care. It's late. Yeah. You don't I even don't care. care. I don't. Yeah. So don't it's shit. it's. And, and like yeah, I I I I I feel that so much that I was like, oh, it's so good, it's so good. But no, I yeah, I, I absolutely. Also, last one thing I want to say, I love that Gigi and uh, uh, a prissy cat end up having little babies. A prissy cat reminds oh, me of yeah, Maya, so and they have cute. like a little dumb my Morwena. When, when she came <laughs> on, I was like, oh yeah, because my Morwena, uh, she's just this prissy white fluffy cat, and you're like, yeah, <laughs> so she cute. knows she's pretty. Yeah, yeah, she do. Gigi's uh, down the street being like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, favorite, any other favorite uh, characters? Parts? Yeah, favorite characters then. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Go ahead. Are we so are we doing We'll do two. Two? Just, just two. in general. Yeah, just two. Uh what was it? Jeff? Jeff the dog. Jeff the dog is my absolute favorite character in the entire movie. <laughs> um He's the I best wish, boy. I wish I wish him the best in his life, however long it may be. And then second up, uh, Asono. Awesome. Asono, I love Asono. Just how warm and caring and kind and giving and joyful. She just laughs at like mm-hmm. every. She's like, "Ha!" Huh, Don't burn hilarious. yourself on the oatmeal. Yeah. <sighs> so nice. Um. So she she big mom energy there. Um. She was very cute, and that she's like running her own business with her husband. There's you know. She's a very industrious woman. She has the wherewithal to be able to give Kiki a job, you know, like um, those that, that was very cute. And then you see so. her with the baby at the end. Yeah. It was great. Josh, you're um, me. I mean, I love Kiki. Uh I just I, I love her not plight, but just her journey through this and just what we've already talked about, just uh the struggle and and you know, rising to the challenge. Like 
literally and figuratively rising to the challenge. Um, oh, when she flies, though, it doesn't get like Man of Steel vibes with the hair. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. And uh, I mean, Gigi. I mean, I love any time he's on, on the screen and just all his his cat antics. Yeah, Mine, mine's the same. Kiki, then Gigi. Uh, I feel like, and that's the thing where I really adore is with Kiki is like she sees that other witch and then she sees Ursula as like the actual, like, you are the actual mentor, but you're also my friend. I mean, she is like just, she's also like, she's a strong female character. Like she. Yeah, but she, again, she's a, she's a, just a, just a regular girl. And I, and to me, I'm like, this is, this is the programming. This is what you leave your kid to watch. Not. <laughs> Whatever you see on your streamers right now, but Ghibli films and Kiki's Delivery Service. More likely like Kiki's Delivery Service. Yeah, maybe not oh. Princess Mononoke for your maybe when, when Maybe when they're like seven years old. Then you could, no, you older that. than that, Tom. Jiminy <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> that seven is way too young for that. Okay, fine. Nine years old. That's is fine. it though? <laughs> yes. Qualms? That's a lot of terror, like dark and yes. things say, when yeah. I was my age. So, I mean, I'm That's just like <laughs> way, way later. Anyway. Quams, Tom's ready for the qualms. Tom, you're not gonna have any, are you? Okay, I'll go first. Spoilers: I have none. Uh, maybe oh, I'll say wow. like what the, the, to me, my definitive edition is this Walt Disney Buena Vista dub. But like the one on on HBO Max is just fine too. And um, if I was going off that, the score would probably be like maybe a little bit lower. But I'm going off off this one, off this one. Mm. Okay, he's okay. rubbing so no it all over his face. Mm -hmm. Josh. Um, I don't really have any real qualms. Uh, I mean, one, I would say one, you could, you, could you could, you could end it there. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say that one might argue that it's a little slow. Um, but I, it's, it's not something that I hold against it. It's not meant to, it's, it's not any of the other Ghibli films. Like if, it, if I were to say and legitimately say that it's slow, that means I un I did not understand the film whatsoever. It's like, were you watching the same film? Uh, <laughs> I mean, and like we talked about it too, actually, in our Spirit Away episode of like, there is a sense of ma that happens in uh, Japanese films. Uh, I think particularly in Japanese animation of like the breath that happens before uh, like important sequences. So yeah, like just shots of the city before we actually get to Kiki in the room. Yeah, stuff like that. I mean, it is that it 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 is a slice of life film and it's not meant to i mean because life isn't all yes there is magic qual qualities to it there is magic in it but it's not really the focus of the film it's it's kiki's journey of just like really just like living you know she just happens to have this power but it's it's you know the, the it, usual like spirits journey kind of thing where she's sent out it's part of the culture to go out and kind of quote find yourself and learn how to be yourself and you know and that's not always like like this it's, it's not like it's, a, cr a crime action movie where it's like put in these results two minutes later i got the results it's like no this is no, no. This sometimes pretty... it's like it takes weeks for something to actually progress yeah and you're like yeah that's life uh caitlin i've been thinking on it for a while and i don't really have any oh my god i don't have any <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to be in pr in trouble with the guess that grump segment or with our, uh, with our rating? We'll find well, out. We might be because oh. I, I have I have more to say, but I'm not going to say it until the end. What the? F <laughs> when we give our scores, flip the then, script. Okay. Yeah, um, I know. I okay. know. Well, it's because it's not. They're not. Stop! 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 We'll yep. get to, we'll get there, and you'll just say it. <laughs> uh, so now with kind of no qualms ish, one ish if it's if it's a reach. Um. Uh. We'll go on to our rating, and so rating. Caitlin and I. Who you want to go first, Caitlin? You know what she's gonna uh, say. I. What, what am I gonna say, Tom? You're gonna say Tom go first, and then yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna say, say she's gonna go say. First, and he's gonna, I'm gonna say, say Caitlin go first. Yeah, of course, and I'm and gonna then, say five. Yep. But. But I will say, this film did not resonate with me. Hmm? Like almost. It it, it almost like. I saw so much of my own life in it that it wasn't like a joy to watch. Mm. It wasn't. It was just like I remember that. I don't even I remember that of responsibility. God. Well, and and for me, 
Gigi's voice going away too was like it to me it was like because they say that it's her self-doubt Gigi is her self-doubt and then when Gigi stops talking that's like a sign of the powers being lost but also when it doesn't come back the self-doubt is gone and your powers have returned like Mm -hmm. but something about that kind of made me just sad because it was as if this the the joyful childish excitement you get has to go away for you to grow up. It's that's I mean, what it felt like. Not yeah. saying at all that that's like what the intention was or anything. No, like yeah, that. no. I, I think that is a, a, a an astute point because I think there is that level of like, you know, like I, I thought about this too. And there's a moment where she is being picked up by her dad, and he's like, I don't know. And there's a funny meme where it's like, it's 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 kind of sad to me. I think it's funny. It's like there's a did you know that there's a day that your parents never picked you back up. Yeah. And then I just thought, yeah. oh, my God. <laughs> but yeah. like to to your point, it does feel Ow. like um, the moment adulthood starts, Parents all the things in your childhood. Up? No, just kidding. Yeah. The, all the things like once your adulthood stops, your childhood must stop. Yeah. And it's right. it's it's an abrupt change. But I feel like, again, not your point, but like this film kind of like shows you maturing and keeping it. But to you, again, you're like it, it's a it's a very jagged. It, it was when when there was so much that was already like hard for her to deal with and everything else it felt like every comfort that you had from home had to go away like the food like the that broom. Gigi's like the food Gigi's licking is like turned looks cold it doesn't look alive yeah, it anymore looks, it doesn't it doesn't look like the food doesn't look good anymore she doesn't really get to talk to Gigi anymore she doesn't have her mother's broom she hangs or up anything her phone. like it she's like don't talk she, to me again she, yeah it's just like so much is is gone away from her life I know you're being facetious but still um no, I, I'm uh, like, you know, she's like, don't talk to me ever again. And she hangs up the phone. And it's a sad thing because it's like her spirit's broken. Yeah. But like, and I laugh at it because it's more like, yeah, it, it is really hard. And it's not like I I see, I enjoy someone in pain. But like, you know, uh, it's, that's my bread and butter versus I know like for you, it's not. It, yeah. It, you well, see the beauty in it, but it doesn't make it so like, I love this movie. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, this makes a lot of sense. Because there's a lot of like, <laughs> I, I, f- it makes a lot of sense to me that you really enjoy this film because you love the like tortured, it's really hard, it's just gonna keep getting hard and smack you in the face a little, but also there's like the joyful hope at the end, like it's not all dreary sadness, and like there's an appreciation for the hard work that goes into it. Like a lot of that makes sense, but for me, it just didn't have enough of the like the light fluff that comes with working through that. And the having only a week to kind of go out like the idea of uh going out for a week and then that being enough kind of to me for me personally I think it would have almost been more effective to work through the burnout and then have a moment to reflect on it in my, I guess, uh, counter would be like, she is 13. I would say children are tend to be a little bit more resilient than adults. Right. So like when we get hurt, like it hurts adults, you know, newsflash, it hurts adults a lot longer than children. <laughs> um, but she just might have to talk about it with a therapist one day. Um, right. Oh, for sure. But like, Absolutely. I, I don't think he's the, totally getting counseling. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't think um, the the week away was was enough. I think it no, was not at with, all. with that and the fact that like I need to save Tombo's life. And it's not like I love him, but it's more like this is a really nice person who doesn't deserve to die this way. And yeah. she saves him. And it's like, I don't know. But yeah. So like, I think that was like the catalyst. Again, it's much more like you had the time away. And again, like she has time when we don't get to see her interact with Gigi yet. And then it's like at the very end, then Gigi's like, you know, like then he comes back and he starts talking. And like, I think it's it's more of the like. Gigi doesn't talk again after a certain point though, right? He comes right at the very end. When he comes he, back, but he doesn't speak anymore. He does. Does he? At least in this version, he did. But I'm pretty sure he he says like he's he's like hello, and then she's like Gigi, and like he's like when everyone's clamoring around her, and everyone's like yay, like she saved the day, blah blah, and she's like holding Tombo, like he just pops on her shoulder, and he says like he like he says like something, and he says something Gigi like yeah. I don't recall him saying anything after the voice went away it was just gone forever no it comes back oh it comes back what? yeah maybe you had a different experience with the movie 
Maybe I did. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, anyway. he, he comes back and he's like, ah, and then she's like, oh my God. And then the movie just ends. You know, the huh. music starts playing and all that stuff. So, but, uh, all right. so my vote next, it is definitely a six. <laughs> um, no, it's a Breaking five. the rules, Tom. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, we've had guests who broke the rules before, but I'm not a guest, but yeah, it's a five. It's easy to five. I don't know how I love, look, I love y'all, Neuro Nation. I don't know if this was a troll move and you're all like, Let's just vote for Tom because you know this is his favorite movie. <laughs> but like, uh, I, I, yeah, yeah I, I, they're like Spirit Away, and I think Princess Mononoke are like more masterpiece-like films comparatively. But this will always be my favorite. This like will always be like that that part in my heart. And like, I think since I got to it at a young age, like it it gave me kind of like that thing to lean on of like, oh, this is a wonderful story that like when things get hard, it's okay, and like. You will persevere. You will get through it. You might fall and break your broom, but like you will fly again. And uh, like I absolutely loved it. And it's like also like it's tough. It's very easy to be in your emotions and to be rude to everybody. So try not to be rude to like people who don't deserve it and who who are around you who like are just wanting to get to know you, um, even if it's your worst day and you're like. <clears throat> and so that's that's something I always learned about that. But also again, food in here looks so fun. Good, anyways, Josh. <laughs> Well, it's a five. It's um, a five. Oh. I, I watched it a couple of times. Um, a couple of times. And there's really, there's, there's nothing like, there's nothing wrong with it. Like it is a, it's a, it's a movie that like, again, like I said, my, my stretch qualm would be like, oh, it's slow. But it's like, <laughs> wah. It, but that doesn't, it doesn't ruin the movie. It's not a bad movie. Like it's. It's just because I'm a child and mm-hmm. things need to be like exciting and Princess Mononoke or Spirited Away like crazy shit happening all the time. No, it's not that. Um, but it, it's a beautiful movie to watch. It was a joy to watch a couple of times. I'll watch it again. Like it's it's a good movie. I'll I'll, I'll I'll say this. And typically a lot of people have like a top five films. This is always in my top five. Oh yeah. So of all time, yeah, staff all pick. time, it'd be the. Uh, um, also, uh, I'm going to give it out so that the people in our nation who voted, um, if you were going to guess for Corey, his was also going to be a five. Of course, um, it was. He told us uh, before today that he, he would be able sad. to make it. Yeah. Um, and so I, I promised that him and I can talk about it someday because he knows that this is my favorite film, uh, favorite uh, Miyazaki uh, film. Uh, so we have a lot of, um, cause everyone is a five. There is no grump. So that means everyone gets no a shout grump. out. So I'm going to read, I swear I had the image open. There it is did right you? there. Did I did. You? So, okay. um, guess what? No one voted for Caitlin. Um, so good job on everyone, but the people who get uh, a shout out for voting for Tom, um, easy game media, um, Mitchell G, Mitchell G, um, Brock P, Matt R, and General G, and the people who voted for Josh in second place, uh, Kristen F, and uh, Noe S. Hey. So uh, all you guys, uh, thank you for for voting. Thank you for uh, being part of uh, the guest grump segment and. Also, everyone, what what did you think? Who who did you think was going to be the grump? But also, there was no grump. So that's yeah. There, there's that. I mean, so, and so there's that, and I have nothing so, else to say. Well, well, Josh. So now you've seen more, some more Ghibli films. What, what do you have? Like a, you know, a, a feel report or a thought of like how these films are and stuff like that? Because I feel like you've now gotten a good gamut. Yeah, I've gotten a pretty good gamut um, of like all sorts of different kinds too. I think. I think if I were to like pick a, a quote favorite, I mean, I, I think I'm leaning towards My Neighbor Totoro, um, but. They're, they're they all. Great? I feel like they're all so different. I do like Spirited Away, though. Yeah, we'll just have to castle. watch more. You know, yeah, we'll have to do more episodes. All you listeners that want us, we to haven't be doing done these Princess episodes. Mononoke yet, have we? We have not. not. Yet. Yeah, okay. We have not. We have not. That we've is, done uh, this. We've done My Neighbor Totoro, and we've done Spirited Away. 
A lot of people say that Spirit Away is the crown jewel. I say Princess Mononoke is the crown jewel. I have seen Princess Mononoke. I just don't remember. Oh. It. <laughs> you say let's fight. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. Wow. Let's go, Tom. Bone saws ready. I mean, if um. my if my f- film has to fight your film, I think my film wins because it's just more violent. Mm, no, there's that's violence. Not, that's oh, I didn't talk about the films fighting, Tom. I said let's. I know. Fight. I'm just saying. I'm just saying by that rule, you know, mm. all you mm. got is eh. <laughs> you know, he just eats everybody. But um, no. Uh, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for for letting me do this episode. Let me have this episode. No more. No, no last one, Tom. <laughs> last one. No more. That's nope. it. No prestige. You don't get to anyone. suggest we'll, any more we'll episodes. No prestige. You got Ever. Snyder cut, and you got. You got a sip, sip, sip. This was my year. That's it. That's it. So the next time you get to is 2024. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. So everyone, actually, that's like legitimate, like probably. No, just kidding. Everyone (laughs) join the Nerd on Nation. Vote for vote for a movie that I want to do. And then we'll we'll get it all solved. Wow. We still haven't done Fight Club. And Corey's put that on the on the schedule like so many times. times. We've done so many of his movies that he wants to do. It's fine. That's true. That's true. Uh, everybody at home, thank you so much for uh, listening. If that is what your your chosen way of ingesting us, that sounds so ins. That's a weird way to put that. But Consuming. Yeah. Uh, Consuming if you're listening, uh, thank you so much for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, thanks so much for watching. Uh, if you would like to check us out, if you're new, check out our website, nerdon.tv. It has all of the information. And I totally forgot this. If you want to continue the conversation about Kiki's Delivery Service, head on over to that Discord, nerdon.tv backslash Discord. There is a movie channel in there. Let's talk about it. Let's continue the conversation. A lot of fun people over there. Uh, that that community keeps growing um, by the week, so check it out. Check out our streams. We, we are streaming almost daily over on Twitch, uh, nerdon.tv backslash Twitch. And like we said at the top, uh, if you like what you hear today, stop by, rate, review, share us with your friends and family. That is legitimately how... Uh, we can grow. Uh, those sharing, uh, the, the way that we have grown is people sharing. And a lot of our surveys have said that people find us from a friend telling them to to watch the show. So, or watch or listen to the show. Um, but yeah, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care of yourselves. You know the drill. As always, Nerd on! Broadcast.